July has ended, the calendars have turned to August, and soon the discussion from people like me will be about back to school. It's been a long summer, so if all I have to do is buy them new shoes to send them back to school, then consider me the champ on the journey to that footlocker, because I can't wait. We don't have to bust them out, but gosh, I would rent a limo to send them in style just to get them out of my home. But hey, that doesn't mean I love them any less. It just means I'm up to my ears in kid requests. That said, I don't want to speak much about that today outside of showing a little pride for my pride. Instead, I want to talk about more than a Bigfoot, Falcon Rockets, and a new shape as we sling all the fun that's fit to fling by joshing around. Over the past few years, I've been helping my son work on his million-dollar smile a few thousand dollars at a time. Yesterday, He underwent a procedure to be sure there's enough room in his mouth for all those pearly whites by having a few permanent teeth extracted. Now, they numbed him up before they pulled him out, and I sprung for the nitrous oxide because that's just the type of dad I am. But afterwards, the doctor said she doesn't prescribe narcotics to kids, so as far as the pain goes, he'd just have to pop a few Advil every six hours or so, which he did yesterday. But today, when he got up, It was like pulling teeth trying to get him to take a pain pill, which just goes to show how weak adults are. Now, it's probably because all the pain life has already inflicted upon us. We get a few teeth pulled and we're ready to take as many narcotics as that doctor will prescribe. As for kids, though, they're tough. Probably, though, because they've yet to learn what life has in store for them. I'm sure voters in Virginia didn't know what was in store for them. Even moments before a race for the Commonwealth's 5th Congressional District turned into a heated debate on whether one of the candidates is into Bigfoot erotica. As you might imagine, Bigfoot erotica entails the large mysterious mammal in various states of undress. And it seems the Republican candidate, Denver Riggleman, did acknowledge that he has written two books on Bigfoot, including an unpublished text called The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. But he suggests that it's a parody which stems from running jokes he had with his friends in the military. That said, you feel at this point in time that the liberals should be okay with Bigfoot erotica, just like conservative candidates should be all right with any type of odd sort of sexual kink. But candidate Denver Riggleman is campaigning with white supremacists, and he's probably against transgendered politics as well. But When it comes to looking at Bigfoot with a very long censored bar, you can check out those photos on Candidate Riggleman's Instagram page. I find myself growing more conservative as I age, and that may be evident in the fact that I still have a yearning desire to open a bank. Now, if you'll remember, part of that's because I want to offer personal savings lotteries, where when you make a deposit, you get a ticket that can win all of everyone's collective interest for the week. Though... My interest builds in this idea for those folks that decide to compound their interests instead of the personal savings lottery, and they in turn get, let's call it an app, for lack of a better word, that houses a cartoon representation of them in the future. So for every deposit you make, as the interest compounds and that money grows, you can see before your very eyes this future version of you no longer eating cat food, but instead able to afford hamburger helper or maybe even a steak now and then. You can see 
as you make more deposits that your senior doesn't have to skip on their prescriptions and may even be able to take whatever the future version of Uber is instead of walking their walker alongside the interstate. I think it's going to be great. We just need some initial investors. So if you have any interest, let's make it compound. As I get older, I find myself setting an appointment to watch Wheel of Fortune each night on TV. In fact, I'm so old, I remember when they used to have deals on the wheel. For example, it used to be when you bought a vowel, if you purchased an I before an E, you got the E for free, except after C. I see Elon Musk in the news a lot lately, and not just with his pedo to the metal defending Tesla from short sellers and others who say the company's nothing but a Ponzi scheme, paying out those on the top with money from new suckers today. Now, that may be true, but the people that drive those cars seem to be pleased, as do the people packing payloads aboard SpaceX rockets. Operating as two separate companies, seemingly the only similarity is Elon Musk himself. Unlike Tesla, which has to pay pals on Wall Street just to survive, SpaceX is receiving revenue with every rocket launch they do, and with that, they're able to build bigger and better rockets. As next comes the Big Falcon rocket, which they're building in Los Angeles and then shipping to Florida's Cape Canaveral via the Panama Canal. A wonder of the modern world, the Panama Canal is considered to be one of the largest and most difficult engineering projects ever undertaken. Work on the canal began by France in 1881. However, they stopped due to engineering problems and a high worker mortality rate. The United States took over the project in 1904 and opened the canal on August 15, 1914. I'm amazed that they were able to get this 48-mile canal done in less than 35 years because closer to Cape Canaveral, the Sebastian Inlet, which connects the Indian River to the Atlantic Ocean, was only between 200 and 500 feet wide. However, it took the good old boys round here some 50 years, seven tries, and a whole heap of dynamite to finally open up that inlet to the sea. Back to the Panama Canal, more than 13,000 ships a year traverse this 48-mile-long passage that takes about 11 hours in total. The allowable size of a ship is limited by the width and length of the available lock chambers. Originally, the Panamax of a ship was a length of 950 feet, no wider than 106 feet, and weighing at or below 52,500 deadweight tons, which I guess is how they measure the weight of ships. Though in 2016, a third lock was completed that offers a Neo Panamax of 1,200 feet long, 161 feet wide, and 120,000 deadweight tons, more than doubling the capacity of the previous Panamax. What does that mean to you? Well, it means a bunch of well-marketed dreams and quick fixes are heading to a port near you, brought to you by a Neo Panamax container ship. Supermodel, cookbook author, and all-around social media superstar Chrissy Teigen's been throwing her weight around after the birth of her second child by showcasing pictures of her Neo Panamax size on Instagram and referring to herself as having a regular old body. Her message, she says, isn't one of body confidence, but instead saying that we should all accept and respect the size and shapes of all women in their various forms. And with that, Spanish scientists have discovered a new shape. Found in nature, what they're calling scutoids are twisted prisms that are found in cells that make up skin and line many organs. Scutoids are the true shape of epithelial cells 
that take in nutrients and protect us from infections. There's six-sided at the top, five-sided at the bottom, with one triangular side. Scutoids are named after a similar design in the thorax of beetles. As a proposition bet, I once ate a beetle, and as gross as it sounds, I really wish I would have bit down on it before swallowing, because as a last gasp at survival, the beetle pinched onto my uvula as it passed and clung there for quite some time. Ew. And while that was bad, today I woke up with computer trouble. Though I'm sure it was just an ID10T mishap or some other user interface error, I still had to troubleshoot all the same. Pretty sure, though, that it wasn't a virus because, just like life, even on the web, I rarely leave my homepage, yet I'll have you know I am a gracious local host. With that in mind, I went through all the troubleshooting steps and nothing seemed to work, so I turned to YouTube, where about seven or eight videos in, it was suggested I take the computer apart, heat the motherboard with a hairdryer, and rub the RAM with a big pink eraser. After doing that, swearing all the swears I know and putting the computer back together, guess what? It worked! And it's with that computer I hope to publish some big news this week. But for now, let's pull the plug on this episode. Thanks for investing your time. I'm glad I could gain your interest. Remember, large feet provide no guarantee of a big rocket, though I bet Bigfoot's Panamax would put a regular old body to shame. With that in mind, we need to have pride in our shapes, even as our scutoids sag. While electric cars hope to one day be wheels of fortune, for now, we'll keep pumping the gas on a laugh track towards more joshing around.